0: I'd like to welcome everyone to the Pacific Institute's Kitchen Table. The intent of the Kitchen Table is to provide a platform where we are able to share and discuss the dynamic world of cognitive science and the specific role it plays in performance. I'd like to introduce our co-hosts, Greg Coughlin and Ron Medved from the Pacific Institute. They have over four decades of experience working with hundreds of organizations on applying cognitive psychology and science. Pull up a chair, let's get started.
1: You know when I think about you know I don't want to uh, force rank or top ten uh, groups, but uh, you know i i I feel the work of Albert Bandura penetrates almost everything that we do, you know, mm-hmm. and I know that you've had a number of meetings with him, and you know I just I think about the self efficacy and how much it plays a role in not just leadership uh of a you know ceo but a leadership of a two-year-old in their efficacy and so um i'm curious about you know maybe, maybe just a little bit more on that i've also sort of see the reach of bandura's work on efficacy reaching out to even the work of of carol dweck and and fixed in growth mindsets or ducksworthy resiliency and persistency, you know, it all seems to have a very, you know, academic and very solid grounding in the work of Dr. Bandura. Um, I was curious about would you hold him in sort of a significant, uh, you know, role and influence the Pacific Institute, or would you see him just one of many?
2: Well, I think uh, Dr. Bandura is special. Uh, I mean, uh, for one thing, you know he's the third most uh, quoted, you know, psychologist in in the last hundred years, uh, behind uh, Freud and, and Skinner. So there he is. I mean, uh, Al Bandura is uh, is like a very special, very special researcher, and uh, yeah, and his 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 work on self-efficacy. And sort of lose long work on you know self-image and self-image psychology, they really mesh. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we met Al Bandura, which is you know maybe halfway through the life of the Pacific Institute, I mean Bandura Bandura's work was more formal and it was already widely accepted and it confirmed. Uh, a lot of what Lou, Lou Tice was teaching, it confirmed the work of the Pacific Institute. And I, I think it's also fair to say that, you know, uh, Dr. Bandura appreciated, you know, the, the work that uh, Pacific Institute done in terms of taking these conclusions to the world, these, these, these applications from the world of psychology. I mean, they, 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 they might have come out of the laboratory but they need to be translated and then diffused, you know, into the society. So I can remember one lovely conversation I had with Dr. Bandura, and actually he was the one doing the talking, but he was talking about the influence that his self-efficacy theory has had on literacy levels in Mexico, on reducing the HIV epidemic in, in, in Africa. Uh, helping to redefine the caste system in India and on and on. He, 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 he was able to sort of cite that, well, it was important to him. Let's just put it that way. It was important to him that uh, the work in the laboratory has made its way into the world and was making a difference in the world and was making the world a better place. And, you know, I, he just, he just was glowing, you know, when he talked about that. And I think that that's, A lot of what motivated Lou in in the same way, Lou Lou has influenced uh, many places in the world. The Pacific Institute has, you know, influenced, you know, countries and communities and and industries all over the world. And uh, there's a lot to be proud of in that.
1: Just as, you know, we've talked about the Pacific Institute, who we are and what we do You know, we started to to dive a little bit into so why is that significant? We've also talked about the kitchen table and our purpose. I wouldn't mind just in sort of wrapping up our this first uh, episode is come back to when you think about the Pacific Institute and now you know realistically we've got people that are you know listening to this podcast and they're they're you know probably asking what's the value of this and. And for me, part of the value comes from some of our stories. So, if I put you on the spot, Ron, and had you sort of think about—is if there was one particularly or two specific uh, stories that both you're proud of, but also you know catch the significance of the Pacific Institute—does this one come to mind?
2: Oh man, that's a that's a that's not a fair question, Greg, because it seems like. You know, every story and every project that I've ever worked on, you know, is significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first project I ever worked on was I worked with a group of uh, Army recruiting st- sergeants, you know, right after the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And they were struggling trying to find a, uh, a way to do their job because the— uh, uh, the draft had gone away and it was going to now be an all volunteer army. And, and, and it was just, it was a two day seminar and it was just a, it was just a terrible first day. I, I remember, I mean, I, I was finding my way and they were finding their way, but the interesting thing is uh, for some reason I, I, I got a stroke of an insight and I said, why don't you guys bring your spouses in tomorrow? Uh, and uh, sure enough, many of them did. And all of a sudden, you know the the seminar got grounded in sort of real life things that were going on with these families, in terms of their careers and you know their happiness and you know job satisfaction and all of that. I mean, I I, I worked a number of years with NASA uh, in a number of different NASA projects, uh, but maybe none more significant than. Uh, when the Challenger space shuttle blew up, uh, I was working with the, the part of NASA that ended up being directly responsible for the failure that caused the rocket to blow up. And, and for, for, the, for two years after that terrible tragedy, uh, we were on the ground, you know, at uh, the Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville, Alabama, helping that organization pull itself together. Uh, recover from that tragedy all the space flights were grounded for a two-year period of time during that uh that period and i and uh uh there were a couple thousand people you know that were affected and that we had a chance to engage with and uh i mean that was moving you know that was really significant work and Mm -hmm. and uh uh and again, I just, it just, it goes on and on. It does, it doesn't matter whether they're big grand projects or smaller projects, you know, this kind of information impacts people in a way where you, you see their lives changed, yeah. uh, change and, and, uh, they are, they are often running in a, in a, in a, in a better direction because of it.
1: Yeah. Do you know, um, just to pick up a little bit on that, is it, You know, in my uh, experience with the Pacific Institute, you know, started in 1997. And, you know, the the 20 years prior to that, you know, uh, my view was we were primarily educators and really good at it. And so we were delivering our curriculum and education to millions and millions of people. Uh, And then, you know, when I began in 97, it started to shift a little bit, not just to being educators, but we started to being coaches and consultants. And we, you know, we grew into understanding culture really well and and we understood leadership really well and we understood people performance really well. and, And we were starting to get this sense of how to put that together that drove either individual, organizational community or country performance and so you know from uh when you were speaking about just the reflections of people uh the difference or stories that we're we're proud of with people you know i was getting flooded with individual you know um i was working with a group of farm producers and we were certifying them to deliver our curriculum to to other producers and one of the guys that showed up in in the – he was a 65-year-old tough farmer, and he showed up to be certified to deliver. And I thought, boy, this guy surprised me because I thought, you know, one, I didn't get it, and two, you know, he wouldn't want to be interested in it. And we certified him, and in this presentation, he he paused, and he was really emotional because he said, you know, it was – I asked him how come he was there. And he said, well, I had lost sight of who I was. And my grandkids were seeing a reflection of who I was before, like before this curriculum. And it wasn't who I wanted to be. So now this guy, he's six foot four standing in front of everybody and his tears are rolling down his eyes. Because he's saying he's here because he wants that 65-year-old farmer stuck in a rut. He wants to go back to being who he was and be the great-grandfather that he knows he could be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all have those those stories of significance individually. But we also have stories of, you know, the Pete Carrolls or Alabamas or the U, you know U.S. swim team or... Uh, you know different sports clubs that we've been with, but we've also, you know, been exposed to projects like the Better LA project, and and you know the dedication that that the Pacific Institute and you know other agencies put into making a difference on that. And you know, for me, uh, I guess I, I, I asked a difficult question: is what would be the story? And, and it, I I share the same uncomfortableness to identify a singular. Because there's just so many. Um that being said, I, I guess, you know, um I'm excited about this podcast because I'm excited about what we've done. I'm excited about what we do. But I'm also excited about sharing what we're where we're going. And so You know, I can see ourselves in this podcast reflecting back on kind of where we've been to current reality of where we are. But I'm also looking forward to be able to share, you know, the last two or three years of our research, Ron, at the cognitive science subcommittee meetings, Mm -hmm. to be able to share uh, what's coming up on the horizon and, and. what's new in the world of positive psychology or optimism what's new in the world of developmental theory what's new in the world of integral theory what's new in the world of you know neuroplasticity or neuroscience and i'm particularly interested in sharing with our listeners um what's new in in techniques and practices you know I don't know whether most people in the on the on the podcast here won't maybe recognize you as one of the world's best journalers. Uh, I don't know whether you can officially hold that title, but anybody that's got um, as many seventy years of journaling—maybe seventy is exaggeration—but multiple years of journaling, you've got knowledge that people should know about the the empower importance of journaling. But we're also, I'm excited about, you know, having dialogues on meditation and I'm having, you know, advancements in terms of um, visualizing backwards. You know, there's a lot of things that are on the horizon that are really fun to be able to play with. So let me pause there. I'm just sort of in closing, uh, uh, wrap-up comments or thoughts. Um, for as,
2: as Well, you know, Greg, in closing, I mean, uh, I think we've done a good job of uh, hopefully perking uh, folks' interest in uh, the, all this subject matter. Uh, this is a huge uh, subject matter, and, and it's, just, it's, it's just exciting, you know, to look in the different dimensions of it. Uh, you know, some of it is tough. You know, some of it, uh, I mean, I think of the kitchen table, sometimes we would, we would come to the kitchen table, and, and what would be before us on, on a particular day was like a really hard question. Yeah, Uh, or really sort of challenging implementation. Uh, 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 You know, I can remember once we, you know, there was a few years ago. It's not that many years ago now, where there was a really severe earthquake in China. Yeah, a lot of people were killed. Yeah, Uh, we we were doing some business in China, and we got an invitation to sort of come to the table to um, maybe be be in a discussion about possibly how could we help? And, you know, it's just, um, uh, challenging. And, and, uh, I, I remember in that specific situation, I mean, we actually went to, went to Palo Alto and we, we called on Dr. Bandura and, you know, said we have this invitation, you know, how should we think about this? And so sometimes, sometimes you, you, you've got these questions, you don't, don't, you know, don't have answers to, um, yeah. And then sometimes, uh, you, you know, we would do, th- you know, we do things like we do <laughs> outrageous things. I remember when Lou, Lou came to the kitchen table one day and he said, you know, uh, he and Pete Carroll had, had agreed to, to do a special project in Los Angeles, you know, to sort of get uh, our education to the underserved in the community. You know, to, to and especially to sort of do something to uh, uh, help alleviate the gang war warfare, you know, that was going on in Los Angeles. And so mm-hmm. Lou said, what we did, he says, what I did is that we drew a circle around uh, central, L- central Los An- Angeles. And I told Pete, uh, Pacific Institute is prepared to give our education away to everybody that needs it inside that circle and that circle happened to include 2 million people. Yeah. And sort of the question was like, okay, guys, how do we, how do we do this? You know, how do we pull this off? What's, what's the, what's the rationale? Uh, You know, how how can we, how can we do this and still, you know, run a sustainable business? And, and uh, I mean, nobody has an immediate answer to that and we we actually have to practice what we teach yeah. you know to be able to answer the question yeah
1: well i'm glad you gave uh, our listeners a glimpse into some of those stories and and those are ones that i'm proud of as being part of the pacific institute but i'm also in admiration of uh, you know i i, I really those for me articulate the the what people wouldn't have known and i didn't know about what social entrepreneur is, you know, uh, Lou's ability because he had some some established business could offer that up and make a social difference. Um, let me pause here to just recap is that uh, hopefully through this podcast, you know, the listeners have a kind of a sense of who we are and what we do and, and why would it would be of interest to listen. I hope we've also been able to articulate why this is called the kitchen table and what's the purpose of that and and what they can expect from that. If we look forward into our future podcasts, you know, what I would like to be able to do at least uh, as a beginning, I'd like to dive a little bit deeper into what is cognitive science and cognitive psychology and maybe reveal, excuse me, a review, reveal, Uh, some of the key principles that are applicable for most. But I'd also like to be able to, you know, in the future, be able to introduce that inventory of what's emerging in the world of cognitive science. But I hope we can also pepper it with what we generally do, Ron, is we find an article or a, a YouTube video that we're both interested in, we review it and then create a conversation on it. And that's sometimes dips into sports and sometimes dips into politics and sometimes dips into psychology or philosophy uh, or the environment or family or um, leadership or culture. Uh, so with that, I'm I'm hoping that we can engage the listeners in our next podcast. Um, anything in closing you'd you like to say, Ron, or should we just wrap up on that?
2: No, I think that's a good wrap up, Greg. And, uh, you know, I just, I just uh, personally wouldn't, like to invite you know uh, folks to stick around uh, uh rejoin us on a regular basis uh, uh these are the issues of the day that we're going to be talking about and and uh, as we continue you know with Pacific Institute business moves towards uh you know it's it's 50th
1: anniversary yeah. well thanks everyone enjoy the kitchen table
0: We hope you enjoyed today's podcast with the Pacific Institute. If you like what you heard today, click the like button, or perhaps share this podcast with friends and family. For more information on TPI or how to get in contact with us, please visit www.tpikitchentable.ca. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. See you next time at the kitchen table.